0: Hey everybody, it's Cage. By now you know that Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze podcast is sponsored by PWCC, and you've probably already heard our weekly PWCC episode. But did you know that you can now bid on the weekly and premier auctions straight from the PWCC mobile app? It's the easiest way to bid on cards, make offers in the fixed price marketplace, track your submissions, and view your vault portfolio. So join the thousands of people who are already placing bids using the mobile app. It's available on both Apple and Android devices. Thanks everybody and enjoy the episode.
1: Luca Nation. Episode 695. Five. Five. I'm Lucas Tigers and Bronzo my the best sports car podcast in the world. Like, subscribe, share. I have the best topic today. Two. Get a peek inside Cage's brain, or I think a peek inside the Cage's brain because I mean, since this guy has downloaded the splice app, he's, basically, he's basically living rent free in people's heads on Instagram. Uh, I, and make, and I make good videos,
0: I'm having fun, you know, you're having new.
1: fun, you make good videos. Um, but because I have the privilege of getting to know you over 695 episodes, I think I'm privy to kind of understand where you're coming from, and a good example of that is today's topic so carlos alcaraz i've talked about him for a long long time mm-hmm. and i was on my run today it was hot I sweaty and i was like oh i get it the contrarian thing does work in the hobby and i'll give you an example let's say carlos alcaraz wins the french open simultaneously a month or two later net pro releases his cards now i know this is a tiny little kind of microcosm it's not the prism release it's not national treasures but if that scenario happens people are super excited and they're buying in at the top right Mm -hmm. they're buying in with a lot priced in and even more success priced into the future Mm -hmm. so actually i was thinking wow it's a good thing that if i was a card investor in this guy that he lost today which is counterintuitive because you think wait i want him to win so that i could buy his card and he's a winner he has a french open but it's not that at all and now we could apply that exact same thing to any other sport any yeah. other player is that right is that yeah. fair yeah pretty much for for the young guys coming
0: up especially that you're talking about yes because i mean it wasn't like he got blown out right i mean he won the third set he took the fourth set to i think it was. Was it a tiebreaker? I think he took it to it tiebreaker. tiebreaker. And, you know, what, what's the dude? Zverev? I'll probably say his name wrong, right? But, mm-hmm. but I mean, he, he's a three seed, right? I mean, he was he's a high seed. He made it to the quarters, got a bad draw. He's a good tennis player, the guy that he, he got the draw against. And come on, you know, I know he's young, but it's tough to come right off of Madrid and go to French, you know? I mean, and French is tough. It's a different surface. It's, I mean, there's a lot of things going on here. So, yeah, if your point is – you might be able to get a guy you believe in long-term without having to buy him at a humongous run-up because he just, wow, just bursts on the scene. Yeah, that's 100% right. I think about it. We're in a lot of Instagram groups, some of whom are not in enough. We apologize for that. But Some of them we're in. People you know, people talk a lot. The ones that we don't have to drive the conversation in are the ones that we usually spend the most time in because we learn a lot from those. You know, We hear what everybody's saying. And, and I'm sure you noticed it. There was a lot of Alcaraz talk. Not huh. even coming from you and people taking credit for it. people like, Hey, I, I'm the first one. No, he's the first one out. I, I all I wanted to say was, Okay, Andrew's been talking about this dude since like 2014, but you know, this dude was in gold plated diapers. No, but but uh, but I didn't because who cares about the credit, mm-hmm. right? I mean, right. you're on it and the whole deal. We, we we talked about that, but but yes, if he won now two in a row and won a major. Yeah, it would be very difficult for you to be buying his stuff, but now he loses, and it wasn't like he got destroyed, but you're not going to have a million headlines so that your dentist comes out of the woodwork and is looking to buy Alcatraz cards. I, I make a joke, you know? So you're able to now stock up. You as a, as a collector of him, somebody who believes in him long-term, or an investor of him, you, you have another opportunity, maybe your last opportunity, if you really, truly believe in him. And yes, so for you... It's better. And this is one of those things collectors say, right? Like they don't want wax going up so much. They don't want prices going up. There are cards that they wanted to buy that
1: you just didn't get. And now they can't. If you believe that. Let's talk. Same exact example. Mm-hmm. January or February of this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it feels recent, but I mean, that's four or five months ago. Yeah. Same exact thing with Tatum, right? 100%. I was a buyer of Tatum. I was telling people to buy Tatum. Fuck that. You have a clip. You have <laughs> video evidence of this. And the point is when you start out 18 and 21 and other people are selling or they're not noticing, is the time to look and get – a lot of people said this to me and I'm only starting to understand. It was Super Bowl week. Everybody was all in the Super Bowl. You make money on the entry. Mm -hmm. That's right. And they say this a lot in real estate and I didn't really understand it. I was like, but what do you mean? You buy an awesome house. It's on the water. It's going to go up. And they're like, no, no, no. It's also when you buy. You make money on the entry. So let's talk about that same example, because your your video on Tatum went viral. You're, you're making Dude. jokes. People <laughs> think you're mean human being.
0: They, they <laughs> obviously
1: think Tatum watches our show and gets butthurt about it, too. Maybe, maybe, he, does. maybe he does. He's just maybe. a 24-year-old. But, like, I, I understand where the here. guy's coming from.
0: So do I. So do I. And you never know where somebody sits and what's going on in their life. And, you know, you try to be, you know, you try to be. But, but what you did
1: know. you say to me? You said, well, I'm trying to save people money. I'm trying to save people money. I was wow. trying to make
0: people money, and now I'm trying to save people money. Why? Because Tatum's cards are right now priced for perfection, right? People who are buying the cards now, right? People who are purchasing the Tatum cards now, right? They must be huge Tatum fans. And they also must be you know, people who don't understand how like FOMO works, right? And sure, if you're a big Tatum fan and you buy them now, and he turns out to win the championship and then comes back next year and wins the mvp and wins another championship you can laugh at me you can say cage what the hell is the problem look go back to that episode episode 695 where you said don't buy tatum and look what he did he you know he's won two championships and mvp since very possible but what are the chances that happens first of all yeah. they're an underdog in this first series here right so so right off the bat and i know vegas odds no one wants to talk about him, but that's all I have right now. We can talk about the matchups. I'll, I'll go through that also, but I just want to make my point right, concise. The upside from here, there is potential upside, but there is significantly more downside. And I know this is going to shock people, but I work in risk management. It's what I do, right? That is my actual work. profession, right? It's boring, mm-hmm. but it comes in handy when I, I these clips, these takes, Sure. Uh, Tongue in cheek. Sure. Poke the bear. Sure. Yes. Kobe
1: really didn't text back to Jason Tatum. That was me. I'll I'll own it. It was, it was me, but it was layered. and It was funny. And like, it's, it's actually a quote that cage and I say to each other all the time when we get on business calls. So it's a a freaking funny layered joke. Yeah. So what, but the point here is there is significantly
0: more downside built in and, and, you don't have to look too far to see it. Look at Jaw's prices over the last couple of months. And I know there's other things in with Jha. Look at Giannis' prices. Hell, look at what happened to Mahomes' cards after he won the Super Bowl, right? Because right now, this is, this is you know, buy the rumor, sell the news type of stuff, right? Have you ever heard that in the stock market? This is the peak of FOMO. It's, you know, cards going up. I mean, yesterday, over the weekend, Tatum Green PSA 10 sold for $4,000. I mean, I was talking about that when, when we put the clip. It was two, you know? I mean, that's a double. Do you expect the, it to go up from four? That's that's a FOMO buy. That's somebody who is buying at a peak. And I'm I'm trying to use some experience over time, looking at charts for the long term. I'm trying to use recent experience with Young stars in modern cards where even when things break perfectly, the cards are not where they are when you buy at that peak. Hell, look at Joe Burrow. There's no precedent for what that dude did last year, right? But unless you timed it right and you bought in the season – or you bought when I told you to buy right after he got hurt.
1: <laughs> right? The timing right. It's very hard to time the stock market. But yeah, with cards – there are these pinnacle moments of injury or knocked out of the playoffs yep. or starting the season slow that you still can't really time it because you don't know what's going to happen. Oh, but you, you can have- balance your risk. That's
0: it. You can you can take your risk into account. Right now, there is so much less upside for Tatum and so much more downside, and that's what I'm trying to get out. I'm not saying. Anything about him and his life and his relationship with Kobe or any of those things? Definitely, they cut to a negative for me personally. Like, I don't think you need it because the job's not done. So, you know, job's not finished. You will go finish the job and then tell us all about your Mamba mentality, right? I mean, that's that's the way I take it. Remember, a modern, lot of
1: people agreed with you, but but cross ninety percent. Al- cross out and just put a blank there. Anyone, and yes, any player anyone. that could fit in that category.
0: Anyone, and look. Lowry came out with a stupid quote yesterday too. He said the season was a wasted season because they weren't playing for a championship. Thanks. I'm sure your teammates loved to hear that pal. I get it. I know what he's trying to say, but come on, that's, that's a garbage take also. You know what I mean? Everybody's frustrated. You don't say it's a waste. You just want to war with these guys. You just took, you know, you just, you just took a seven game series. And you just say the whole thing was a waste. These guys. Are I think they, of- I think the heat overachieved. So do I. So do I. And, but, but here's the thing as, as, as much as the heat pressed Think of what the celtics have 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 done here now to get to where they are right and i think this is obviously the toughest matchup but they've taken out some pretty darn good teams along the way you know with the heat being the one seed also might have actually been the worst team that they face <laughs> believe it or not right just an interesting matchup for them from an athleticism standpoint um but you're shy you're absolutely
1: right i didn't think about it they've actually they've and this is gauntlet, this, man. They're a gauntlet. This is rare. They've actually been three teams that have three really different um juggernauts or magic powers, if they were like the Avengers guys. We have Durant and Kyrie, which is just a really difficult matchup. Yep. Two offensive players. Then they had Giannis, which brought its own set of challenges. And they they brought on basically the best defense that they faced. So three completely, and they've adapted. Yep. And I, th- Each I think. Time. Think about that. If I were a Tatum proponent,
0: I understand why his cards have gone up, right? Because think of the gauntlet he has ran, right? He went through Durant. He went through Giannis. And then he just went through, you know, the best Jimmy Butler that, that they were going to get. And, you know, a heat team that had home field advantage and all the other fun stuff, right? Um, so so don't take anything away from what the Celtics have done I don't want to say Tatum per se, but, you know, Tatum is the leader. He was the, you know, won the bird award and all that fun stuff. The point here is not even Tatum, Tatum guys. I think he is. I mean, I don't want to shit on it too much. I think he is, right? Although if you look at the last four minutes of game seven, you know, maybe it was good that he wasn't taking shots. Maybe if Marcus Mott wasn't taking shots, it wouldn't have gotten as close as it did when he was shooting three pointers with 11 seconds left on the shot clock instead of letting the clock run down. But, he is, he's their he's their alpha. I think they go where he goes. I think they go, they'll follow him. I, I do believe that. I don't want to completely crap on the guy. He's just not somebody that I personally love at these prices. Come on, guys. I, I gave him as a play. I gave him multiple times as a play.
1: I gave the Celtics when nobody was talking about the Celtics. No one was talking about basketball. You know, I mean one play was guys the collectible. And play, I know there's a backlash, yeah. But you, it was the I point of your podcast because it doesn't talk about the value of cards. We're infinite millionaires and we just buy cards because we love them.
0: Well,
1: the Wait, play is good. Yeah, shoot, the two plays were the Tatum 1010 auto uncollectible mm-hmm. that you talked about, the so National that would Training. be bought
0: out. It was bought out like the next week, yep.
1: And then the Tatum Green, which is a low pop, is I think how you word it low yep. pop color match, mm-hmm. so it's not like a silver. But it's trading a fraction of the price of the silver, I believe. No, it was trading.
0: There, there's like one sixth of the amount of silver's, but only trading at like two times the price of the silver's. Plus, retail normally doesn't get the love, but when it's the Celtics, the green usually does look a little bit better. Um, and you know it's a nice color match for him. It's just it was just an odd version. And I said you know you have to do that. We 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 have a lot of people who responded. They remember that and they bought optic. They bought parallels. They bought other ones. I even said you know you know pick the one that, that speaks to you. I just gave that one because you know sometimes you like to talk about a specific card. But the point there was the Celtics were putting it together. You had some great points about the team chemistry. You talk about Al Horford, not just Derek White, which is another video I clip because people should be clipping this stuff all the time. But who the hell else in the world was talking about Derek White? I mean, you pull that right out of your ass. You talk about White, you talk about Marcus Smart, who I have also talked about, and I think he's really – we, we kind of compared him to like, kind of like a poor man's Draymond, which is an interesting matchup coming in this series also. Um, we did. We talked about – we had a whole analysis of this. Now, neither of us said the Celtics were going to win, but I, I did compare it to like this the, the run that the Rams and the Bengals went on to the Super Bowl, that anybody can catch fire at any point in time. Anybody can get momentum, can start playing like a team, and, and go on a run. You know, a couple weeks before the Super Bowl, nobody was picking Rams Bengals, right? But that's the way that it broke, right? You know, people got hot at the right time. So,
1: so do you feel bad for Dennis Schroeder?
0: This guy's tattoo. Turned,
1: no, I didn't see his tattoo. Um, he this guy turned out like um he got a C- a contract. he got a contract. He got Celtics tattoo also. <laughs> Did Did he, he, and then he gets traded away from the team, and they go to the to the championship, to the final. Yeah. Yeah, That's a tough few team. years, man. I mean, a, he's a millionaire. Be grateful, you know. I like the Celtics, to.
0: man. I mean, listen, that, look, how You know, they're put. It's a gritty, put together thing. And think of what everybody was talking about at the beginning of the year. You, you and me included. Can Tatum and Brandt play together? And we talked about this. If they find a way, go for it. Now, now, guys, go look back at at the games. What I like the best about this is, is there are days where Tatum is not. So if I'm going to make an argument with Tatum, and this is not me saying buy his cards now, guys, right? I love Luca, but I wasn't telling you to buy his cards when he was beating the Suns, right? Because it's exactly the same scenario, right? Like, that's not the time to buy, right? Oh, now, you want to buy anytime, it's like dollar cost averaging stocks. You want to buy Luca now, and if it goes down, you can buy more Luca. That's fine. Also, it's another
1: strategy. I'm just saying that your only
0: entry into somebody it shouldn't be at that run up, at that high point,
1: right now. And let's call spade a spade. We trade cards because they're not like stocks, and it's not that easy to dollar cost average into a four thousand dollar green. PSA 10 like I don't 100% know who <laughs> you guys are but like I don't dollar cost average into four thousand dollar cards
0: plus there's not that many of the dollar cost average too not, nothing to say there's gonna be one for sale for you you know I mean that's that's kind of you know it's kind of the fun part about this stuff there's only you know hundred and something of them but I mean listen one of the things we also talked about we had a huge argument. You guys go back to that you know me punching myself in the head and um he has you know talking about
1: like you like this like twitch you know your business you like look, look, hey, hey, whoopity, whoop, you know, like you like, guys know man. what that's from. We had, mind your business. just mind
0: your business. We you got to tweak. It, 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 we had this whole back and forth about Giannis, and Andrew pulled up Giannis's chart, right? And, and it was like a $4,000 down to 1650 then down to 1500 And he's like, Giannis's cards are a buy. I mean, he's the best player in the league. The whole nine And I'm like, if he doesn't win a championship, they're going to go down. And you're like, get the hell out of here. They're down now. Goodwill today. They were handing out prisms like they were hotcakes. (laughs) And they were like 1,600 to 1,500, 16, you know, like they're down 10% in the last month, Cage. They're not going to go down anymore. This, he lost. They went down. It's just what happens, right? Giannis is a fantastic player. His prism rookie doesn't have the pop that, you know, that Zion's have. And, you know, it's a great card. And maybe he comes back next year and wins the championship. I mean, I think we all thought he might have won one this year. The downside is there. Now, you know, a card like that that's been had the shipping out of it. It's you know,
1: the downside was kind of limited. Well, let's but, a pause. Yeah, shoot. Sure. There's a lesson that we took from Tatum. Mm-hmm. Now, let's say you're a believer in Giannis. The mm-hmm. time to buy is not when Andrew is a moron. The <laughs> time to buy is now, now. it's <laughs> in the next month. It's in the Right, it's to think a little bit ahead. It's well, let's to hope
0: to court. clip this, right? Let's hope to clip this, right? And and Giannis was available after he lost in the thirteen hundreds for his base prism, thirteen fifty. Go ahead and check out card ladder. You'll see the sales in the third. It's seventeen k. That was a thirty thousand dollar card. Seventeen thousand, and it's come down. And we talked about the potential upside, but I think the downside was was there also, right? And well, I mean, look, it's it's similar to you know why I was buying LeBron, and maybe the next thing I jump on will be Giannis, right? Because you know it's not going to take much, you know, the seasonal end, you know, we'll start to hear about the draft and who's going where, and we'll start to hear what's going on in Milwaukee and whether or not they're bringing back the whole team and Middleton's healthy. You'll start to hear news about how, you know, had they had Middleton, they would have won a championship and maybe they bring in somebody else. You know, maybe they sign a free agent. Maybe they do something because Giannis is there, right? Giannis is supposed to stay there and that's multiple championships in the whole deal. Um, and then, you have an exit before the game even starts. Maybe it's back to you know, you know, before the season even starts, maybe it's back up to where it was when you and I were talking about it when you know when it was It's not gonna take much for that to go back to fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars. Um, but buying at fifteen, sixteen hundred, dollars for it to go up, you needed you needed him, you needed everything to break right. And listen, guys, I was the first one to tell you, Tatum may win. Dana may win. He may he may shoot lights out. He may have he may average 50 points a game and the card may go up,
1: but it's already gone up so much. Well, let's talk about that. So let's hypothetically play that scenario out. Let's mm-hmm. rewind two years. Let's yep. go to the Super Bowl. Let's go when Patrick Mahomes to won. What happened to his cards?
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, the cards went they they a slight bump, and then immediately following, like the weekend Super Bowl, they came back down. They were running up the entire time and they came down because it was by the rumor, sell the news. And when the news actually happened, everybody who was buying his cards, were buying because they thought he was going to win the Super Bowl and that they could sell it for more. And this is what happens, right? If everybody's buying not to hold it because they believe in Mahomes long term, and some people bought to hold, but most people were buying on the run-up during those playoffs, hoping that after he won the Super Bowl, boom, it's going to spike. what happens is everybody who bought now puts it on the market to sell,
1: and the price comes down because there's more supply available. So look, guys, here's the lesson. Now, if you're a collector listening to our show, we love you, but for the peasants out there, for the investors, for peasants the dealers too. that don't operate with infinite bankroll and dollar cost, and you know, it doesn't matter what the card price is. It's I love it. I'm going to buy it. I'm a collector. I have never seen this. Amazing. That's a demo, and they sit above us, and they look down on us like we're Gluteus Maximus in uh, Marcus Aurelius, Gluteus Maximus. But for us who work That's with right, finite <laughs> hey, girls. there's, there's no, no one, in a lesson here. There's, there's no one the in the gladiator named Gladius the right entry point when it is time to buy. I the think your, listen.
0: A, the entry point is a huge part of this equation, and you're right about my contrarian you know ways. I mean, look, we talk about LeBron. I don't love LeBron, but LeBron's cards, not just the ones that I'm buying, LeBron's cards are getting beat up. And if you're a believer in LeBron, LeBron is a different scenario now. LeBron's cards are, you know, significantly lower than they were. They're not higher than they were, like some of the younger guys. And I think the floor is in on him because he's already done so much. You know, people always agree with that. People want somebody who... I'm sure there's someone listening to this who's a Tatum fan who says, you know, Tatum's going to win five championships. I got to get in now before he does that, and his cards are priced more than LeBron's. And if you have that conviction... Please do not let anything I'm saying to you you know, turn you away from that conviction. If, that's, if that is your guy and you believe that and you want to make your play on that, that's great. But a month ago, people were saying the same thing about Giannis. And people were talking about LeBron winning, Durant winning, Luka winning, Ja winning. And we're going to have this conversation again when the NFL season starts. Only Every, one can win. Yeah, you only have one winner. And I know winning a championship doesn't mean everything. But it does mean a lot in what we do. That's kind of what people chase, right? That's kind of. What
1: it's not everything, do. but it's it is like the stop of like the season too. It is like where we get all the results, the report cards in, and we get to assess without speculation. Unfortunately, we
0: assess- it's a huge thing, man, because the way you, and you've seen this, and it, it's a learning experience for both of us, right? Like, you know, not everybody wants to buy old cards like I do, and not everybody wants to buy the dull stuff, right? They like the run, they like the momentum right? So it's not just the cardboard relevance. It's that momentum that builds, that builds, that builds, and you don't lose it. It's Lamar Jackson coming in, kicking ass, winning MVP, but then nothing else, momentum gone. It's very hard to pick that back up, right? That's why Lamar's prices all way down. Mahomes is a great example. The Prices are high because he came in, won, 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 kept winning. Burrow,
1: I, but, people are going to expect what from Borrow next year? An MVP? What's, what's, cool, what's cool about you, though, and I got to give you praise for this, is you are not someone that got stuck in their ways. So, two, three years ago, you, so a, a little while ago, people would be like, you buy in the offseason. Remember that whole mm-hmm. time? Yep. And everyone was buying like football. You were actually buying Tatis and Pete Alonzo's. Mm-hmm. when everyone's, you were always, But then that game changed, right? Remember, we even had episodes where you talked about, like, well, now you you can buy even earlier. You have. So off-season changed. And also what you could buy changed. Because, you know, when I was doing that with
0: Tatis in 2019, population count hadn't exploded yet. People were not grading all of these things, right? And, and. You know, the fact that everybody tried to do what I was doing with Tatis and Alonzo and all the other cards meant that those cards, the, the, the supply just became almost never-ending.
1: You saw it with Zion, that was your come-up, right? And It's funny. When people were buying onto the Zion come-up, mm-hmm. we came back, played great versus the Spurs. It was Zion, Ja. Everyone was buying those guys. You were buying Tatis. Yep. Remember that? Right before the baseball season started. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because no one was looking, and then everyone will be looking, and that's usually the way that I buy. Right now, everyone's looking at Tatum. You know what I'm doing? Tell me. I'm buying hockey.
1: Dude, have you seen Connor Mc, uh, McDavid's? Um, I'm not buying McDavid. I'm buying right, McDavid Matthews. His out. His market cap exceeded Brady. You yeah. saw that? Yeah, oh, because those. I mean, it's though. not a, it's
0: not not the rarest card. I mean, the more recent stuff you're going to see those. Those you know market caps you know expand. I mean, I'm buying, I'm buying you know some football. I'm buying, I'm buying goats. I'm buying Lebron. I'm buying Tiger Woods. I'm buying cards that are beat down that I just couldn't get over this last two year run up. My hope is that you know over time, a long period of time, those things will continue to go back up.
1: But you I'm think not Gretzky's buying.
0: worth a look? Always, but it's a different kind of buyer. You know what I mean? Gretzky's a different kind of buyer. So it's not somebody who's you know, looking to capitalize on 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 a three x next year when there's a playoff run. You know what I mean. I'm
1: pulling up the Gretzky
0: because Gretzky's not going to score on Igor Shosturkin. You know, Shosturkin, <laughs> my g- uncle. Which, Egan? No, Igor. He's everywhere. He's got... That's the goalie for for, for the Rangers. So this is the
1: card ladder index for Wayne Gretzky. Uh, it was twenty thousand on card ladder last year, one year ago, literally today um here it is 11,800 so the whole Goreshki market what'd you say
0: not doing so great down the lot actually
1: I mean is this worth a look for you guys I mean this is just the market that I'm pointing out you guys make your own decisions and this is just this is the car ladder index and I know some people out there say love it praise it some people are are say it's somewhat inaccurate I, I think it's the best thing we have right now so here's some cars that you guys might want to take a look at. And an in index, like you just said, buying hockey. Gretzky, who's down what what is that? 40%. Yeah,
0: 40%. I love the ladder, guys. They give great advice. They give great data. Everything's great. Um, they obviously listen to our show because, I mean, how many people listening right now have ever heard of John Hondo Havlachakis? And yet, two episodes in the last week, I made you guess whether it was Jordan or Havlicek. By the second time, you knew where I was going and you guessed it and you said, Don't give me that Havlicek crap. Don't give and, me that and, Havlicek and, crap. And, 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 and Chris Hodge is doing a comparison between Jordan and John Hondo Havlicek on his story. I mean, I love these guys.
1: Well, we're, we're all fighting for territory. We all want to win. We're all competitive. My only ask is that yeah. if people do take content from each other, always. Well, we I just think- cited card letter data. We're doing it. They can do it. It's okay. Right. And not the only ones. I mean, there's, I think we all are in it together, but we're all competing against each other. But if we do take content from each other, I think it's respectful to to give a shout out. You know, I got this here. I got that there. Um, By that same token, is Booker a buy? If you believe in Booker, yes, I personally do not. Right.
0: I don't think that. um... I don't know, man. You know, when I'd buy him if if the news came out that he was no longer a Kardashian, does that make me an ass? They, I mean, no, they're the asses. If we're really, <laughs> it just, that's another thing, it just rubs me the wrong way. Like, you know, like maybe I'm just an idiot, but I mean, I think if your head's in that, your head's not where it's supposed to be. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, he needs to be a monk or
1: anything like that. Here, here's the but- one year Booker chart from 45K one year ago last year, basically, to 24K. So literally down 50%, 40% again.
0: Here's the thing. Assuming the Suns make the postseason next year and have a run like they had this year, Chris Paul will turn 38 during that run. He turned 37. And by the way, his stats went down immediately on his 37th birthday. You know, he had a couple of good games and then had a couple of stinkers in the playoffs. It was literally his 37th birthday, and all of a sudden he played like a 37-year-old. So, so Booker has had the benefit of – this team, which you love, man. You talk about this team, right? had the, the benefit of this team. He's had the benefit of Chris Paul, who's declining and will be worse next year. Not saying anything. I love Chris Paul. I think he's great. But he'll be in a year older next year, and it's tough to get better as you get older.
1: You said something really old. great for, to me, and, and I remember from my playing days, is your body wears down as the season goes on.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah, I mean, right, not and, only I – mean,
1: and it's
0: tougher to – to you know i mean chris paul's made a lot of money a lot of advertisements you know you could probably you could probably call games if you wanted to You could probably be on sports or whatever it is and that that hits you in the off season you're like mm, do i really need to go all full out on this you know i mean you know i went full out last year and it didn't get me that championship i'll make my money and you know no, blah, fucking blah,
1: blah, blah. pat bev just shitting on my legacy <laughs> after i had one of the best seasons ever i turned this franchise around but i mean like macau bridges are we gonna get another defensive
0: player of the year season out of him? Like he yeah. played at like peak level, right? And Aiton played at peak level for eight. I mean, they got offense out of eight. That dude can't dance, right? You you, know, you got contributions from all these guys. You got, you got, you got, you got, you know, Booker. Like, I just, I think there's a window, especially with Chris Paul, you know, doing his thing. And I think we were probably on the wrong side of the window for Booker. Now that doesn't mean he is gonna window closing on him, you know. Personally, and who knows? Maybe he stays in in Phoenix. Maybe they add somebody this year. Who who knows what's gonna happen there? But you would think that, with what they had, with as many wins as they put together, and that you would have liked to have seen him win
1: one in the last couple of years. What you said is stuck with me, and it's kind of why I probably won't buy Booker not for a long term hold. this. you realize how crazy, almost psychotic, Kobe is to. Shoot his like you're like well if you're gonna lose you lose swinging. That's That's right. Easy to say, Cage. It's really hard when you do that. You have to face two enemies. Enemies short. You're you're like the the fans are gonna be like yo this guy's just shooting terribly. But then also like your teammates are gonna be like you don't trust us. And it takes a certain level of oh yeah. Well, Kobe was Kobe didn't care about either one of those. I mean, you're right though.
0: Jimmy Butler (laughs) took that shot, and the first thing you see the next day is. Here's why I took it. You know, My I hope my teammates are okay with it. You know, like, they're okay with it. And, you know, like, so you're 100% right. Like, and that's just one shot at the end of the game for your best player who was your only offensive option, basically. Who's as tough as time. nails. And, and he still has to explain why he took a shot that may not have been the one that he should have taken. So I get you entirely, but Booker, this is two postseasons in a row where I think he just vanished. Right. I mean, last year in the finals, I was making jokes about, like, ghosts and stuff. You know, typical I remember takes. And he vanished again. So – so what's, tough. um, It was tough? It was a tough one.
1: What's top of mind? Um, we could talk Warriors a little, anything that, you know, you're, you're, you want to talk baseball, anything that's kind of Rangers cool. advanced. Nice. Aaron judge is showing, you know, when you were playing for your money, you
0: play for your money. Duke's got 18 home runs. Mookie Betts quietly. I don't want any more of his cards. I don't want a single Mookie Betts card anymore, but he's quietly putting together another great season out there in LA. Um, you know, just really doing some good stuff. I, um, a week or two ago when Boston was getting just killed by everyone, I was nervous about my prediction of four teams. My, 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 you know, what do you call it? like hot take slash like bold prediction that four teams from the AL East were going to make the playoffs. And Boston started to get hot again. And, you know, I still think that's that's live, but I kind of don't want to see it. I want to see the Angels in the playoffs. I do. I want to see Mike Trout, Shohei. I want to see those guys play. Not, I have one trial card and I got no Shohei's. And I, I kind of feel like Shohei, you know, his cards are also, you know, pretty high, but he's doing something. I don't know, nobody cares about baseball. I don't know, nobody cares about baseball at all, but he's doing something now that, that just doesn't get done. And people should watch because I don't know how much longer he's gonna be able to do it. You know, pitch at a high level and hit at a high level. It's really amazing because, you know, you can be an elite athlete. He's basically like two elite athletes, which is just, it's amazing. Most people who pitch can't hit beyond like high school you know and uh you know maybe low a ball they can still hit it takes a lot to be an actual like a legit hitter and legit pitcher
1: the thing is with with baseball i and i always say i'll I'll apply this to bgs too like you're you're cold until you're hot again right so like no one cares about baseball until Mm -hmm. they do yep I, i i know that's like a big presumption but i do think a really interesting world series i do think trout in the playoffs would add a little bit of flavor because of how much money first off people hold in his cards Uh, I, i think that would have an impact
0: all right so my next hot take i don't we don't have to do a long episode today but this is basketball and this is for you all right so you tell me what you think about this i believe that you live by the sword and you die by the sword and i believe the nba is facing a problem all right now now Baseball has a problem. Also, pace of play, excitement—you name it. The NFL does not have this problem. The NFL, the pace of play, the competition—you name it—it's all great.
1: NFL, they don't even play.
0: If you go back, yeah, but I mean, think about the playoffs and think about how exciting these playoff games were. This 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 last round of the playoffs. So this is where I'm going. Okay, let's let's just do a playoff comparison. Now blowouts. I have a theory about the blowouts. Okay. okay, you could tell me what you think about this and what the NBA may or may not do. We don't have to solve it today. The NBA is going to have a problem though. Okay? The three-pointer is a problem. Okay? And if you go back to the 90s and you look at playoffs, the playoffs were close. They were exciting games. And it's because you did not have the ability to jump out and blow somebody out and just destroy somebody. By continuing to bang away from three, get hot from three, just take all threes while the other team is not hitting their threes, right? And we're seeing this postseason more than ever. I don't know the numbers, but I guarantee if you look at the numbers, the amount of three pointers being taken and being made For by sure. teams this postseason Kirk,
1: Kirk as opposed even
0: it. last season, it's significantly more, right? So, so I'm sure it is. Goldsberry, I think Colin Cowherd. Who on his podcast he he mentioned this also within the last week or so. I mean, there's just there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff out there. But, but how do you fix it, right? Because this is really the Boston goes on a blowout because they made 23 pointers, right? this do you move the three point line back? Do you make it easier to defend three point shooters? Where you can, you know, I mean, it used to be like hand checking for people going by you. You know, do you do you, you get, allow people to get up closer? Um, do you only give two point two free throws? For somebody who gets fouling, taken, I, I don't know the right answer, but I believe that if you look at it, will trend even higher next year because analytics are very helpful. They're helpful in, I mean, baseball, they just slow the shit out of the game. Analytics, analytics, helpful in football. Analytics are very helpful in sports. But I think what analytics did here is actually create a problem for the league.
1: Thank God you're not a defense attorney and you never cross <laughs> exam. because you never actually finish with a question. Well, the question is, what would you do? I don't think we have a problem. I think people have an illusion of the problem, and they're using this year as a – as a Dude, kind of a so many blowouts, though. I think that's an illusion. I think what happened was the first round games – I mean, the scores are, are –
0: <laughs> scores are there. <laughs> I
1: think that's an illusion. But you're, you don't, we don't care about blowouts. What we care about is competitive games. Correct. Right? You could have a competitive game and a team just goes on a run and blows them out at the end of the game, but the whole three and a half quarters – Golden State, in, in their prime, used to play competitive, 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 and then come out and just stomp on people in the fourth quarter. You remember this? And go, win by 15, even though yeah. the whole game was
0: close. Yes, yes. I
1: think what happened in this playoffs was the early round matchups were more exciting than the Eastern and Western Conference finals. I mean, mostly because I think what you're seeing here is
0: you're seeing the better three-point shooting teams advance. And the Celtics have been different- lights out from three in their wins.
1: So, so let, let me say, if the Celtics ended up playing the Bucks in Eastern Conference Finals and they beat the Heat in round one, I think it would be actually, or round two, or I think it would be a little more interesting, right? I mean, I didn't think that, I mean, it was a, it was a better series.
0: Yes, I understand what you're saying. I just think we're going to wind up having next year even more. I think we're going to have even more three-point shots. I think, dude, it, saw, we were, I think, dude, you saw, remember we were, think about it this way. You said it. We were on the phone watching one of the games. I forget which game it was. It might have been the Bucks, where somebody had an, it might have been the Heat, been Jimmy Butler, where somebody had an open layup. They would drive into the basket. There was a two-on-one, and they don't take the layup. They kick it out for a three-pointer, which was even more contested than a layup because yeah. analytics is saying that this is what we should be doing. We should be keep firing those three-pointers because a team that gets the twos can't keep up.
1: So I, I again, could be wrong, but this is what I see. I don't like the way that Rockets and the Mavs play, where all they do is chuck threes. The Rockets worse than anyone. They're just chucking threes. But I, I actually think both of these teams, all four of these teams played really well. I think the matchups weren't as exciting as some of the potential matchups we would have seen. Like if we got to see Nets versus Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we got to see One sides didn't we. the Warriors. I'll, give me a second. Yeah. In the western conference finals i think those would be very compelling eastern and western conference matchups and we wouldn't be saying this stuff i think why didn't we just seeding, dude sometimes seeding works out differently i think we didn't because the teams like the nets
0: did not have a good three-point joe harris is injured they didn't have a three-point shooter they couldn't keep up with the three-point shooting of the teams that they were playing against i think it i think this league now is analytics driven throw up as many three-pointers as you can and, the, and and look, the Celtics, the, the games they've lost are the games they've missed their threes. Clear.
1: Clear as day. I mean, but that's, a, that's such a revisionist history. It's like, obviously, if you miss the most important shot in the game, you're going to lose. So... It's like, I, it's like saying in the NFL, this team doesn't different. pick up down conversions, so they lose. It's
0: different. So so the, the number of three-point shots being taken in the league has increased Wait. every year for the last 10 years. Yes. Right. 10 years ago, 22.2% of the shots. This year, 40%. 39% and change percent. And it's increased more in the last five years than the yes. fires were. And I anticipate next year it'll be more than 40% of the shots. It'll be three-point shots. And that's yes. fine, right? But the three-point shot, when it was put in, was put in... To reward somebody for shooting it. Now you got people shooting from a logo, right? So, so it's one of those things where, where,
1: I mean, that's the same I think thing happened in the NFL where they went from running to passing. They remember the West Coast offense? I didn't even know what that was about.
0: Yes, Andy they went from Reed running to passing. West yeah. Coast
1: offense on the East, and then. Do you remember the West Coast offense changed the NFL in the 2000s? Yeah,
0: but they didn't – yes, they did. People went – and it's more pass-happy, right? And then every team went and passed the ball, right? So I guess the the answer is just you have to be the team that makes the threes. You have to be the one that runs the offense better, right? You have to be the one that runs the run
1: and gun or the West Coast offense better than the other teams, right? And then under pressure. And then you add that, okay, but you could could throw the ball really well like the Chargers did with Phillip Rivers – during the regular season, but they could never do it in the playoffs. Right. So the, now you evolve and then how do you cover the three? So, right. I mean, dude, this Boston team's incredible. You know, what's special about this Boston team? You, you could look at how they're making their threes. They block so many three pointers. Robert Williams shooting a three over Robert Williams is, is doomsday. Not going to happen. He's going to block the shit out of it. Even with a bum ass knee. Yep. So, I mean, it's also guarding the three that we're not talking about at all. And why this Celtics team is so good at it is what? I,
0: I said that might be – you might have to change how you guard the three. I mean, they have well, one guy,
1: well, which is you, just, know, you get a very tall guy who's athletic. You know I mean? And kids, okay, you know what helps for blocking the three? No. Long, long, long arms. And if you look <laughs> at the Celtics roster, those guys are – I mean, dude, Jason Tatum is a big dude. We don't give him enough credit for being a two-guard. That guy is lanky and long-armed. Robert Williams, long. Al Horford, long. Yeah, even Jalen Brown. I mean, Derek White, dude. Those are tough guys to shoot over. I think this the Warriors team is going to struggle more than people realize against this Celtics team. Uh, I I don't have predictions. I'm not making a prediction, but if we're buying, like, we don't even talk about this. How lucky the Warriors run has been, and I got a little heat on that in in our YouTube comments, but. They got a Nuggets team without two players that are key pieces, Jamal Murray and PJ, two scorers. Then they got the Mavs, who just not a good matchup for them. Not a good matchup for them at all. The Suns would have been a more difficult matchup. Um, Who am I missing? Who else did the Warriors play, Cage? Why can't I think of it right now? The
0: Warriors took out the Mavericks. They had the Rockets. Who the hell did they they
1: play in the middle there? Uh, Grizz. So and then they got right? the young, yeah. young grizzlies. The grizzlies with Dude, an injured job. I mean, that was the longest fuck. Uh, and then they had the inexperienced They're Grizzlies. Very long. And a lot of three-pointers being shot.
0: Anyway, it's just something I'm thinking about because the numbers are there and I've seen other people talking about it and how, you know, I mean, maybe it's a nothing. Maybe people love watching, you know, three-pointers – um, you know, the league has gone away from it, obvi- uh, from like center post play, you know, and, and maybe part of my, you know, my reaction to it, the guttural reaction that I have to it is because the game that I watched growing up, which, by the way, if you look at the 90s playoffs, like, literally every game came down to the last shot. You know what I mean? Like, the, you know, take a look. You know what I'd love for you to do? Pull up, pull up the the, the Jordan's last dance that when he beat, pull up the one where he beat Utah. Like you beat the Jazz, right? Pull up that series where that was like the best team ever, right? People hold them up. Look what the final scores were. See how many blowouts there were in that series. Because that would be a nice, cool example of, like, like you get to watch some competitive basketball in the finals. I'd be curious. Are there any 20-point blowouts there? You know, did the best team ever blow out the Jazz who was, like, you know,
1: lucky to be there? 1998. So, here, game one, 88 to 85. Game two, 93, 88. Game three, 96 to 54. Game four. It was a. It was It was a. It was a. It was, 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 was Rodman
0: game. Rodman. Rodman
1: in Vegas game. Uh, Bulls. Uh, game four. Bulls. Eighty-six. Eighty-two. Four game point. five. Jazz. Eighty-three. Eighty-one. Game six. Point Bulls. Game. Eighty-seven. Eighty-six. They One really like the '80s. They really like that '80s number. They but I can't mean, so that's the eight. difference. It's a
0: very different game, right? But I guess what my thought is: is did the three-pointer swing it too far? you know what i mean like maybe you don't go back to that where it's run through a post with a triangle on the center and you know it's only two point shots and it's slow and it's grinding and it's physical maybe people don't want to watch 80 point games i get that and and i'm not i'm not opposed to an increased three point shot but it's just the game has really swung in that direction now where people don't even
1: take twos they're both you know, shot, they give up twos yeah the bullshit 88 threes that would be two games of threes now yeah
0: so the like 88 for the whole series threes. Now, I'm not saying to go back to that, but think about that, right? I was treated to every game, except for that ridiculous one where I don't even remember what happened, if Rodman was, like, drunk or whatever that was going on there, but, but every game was competitive. You know, I think, you, you know, when they win five of those games, there were five points or less. So every game, down to the last possession, you get those, the, the shot. you know what I mean? If Curry wins this by the shot, he's, it's going to be his last shot from the logo because they're up by 23, <laughs> you know, I, know, I know. I know what you're
1: saying. A lot of people do love watching basketball for the last shot. A lot of people don't even watch basketball until it's like the last six minutes but of the game. It used to be, hey, last couple of minutes. Now it doesn't. Now the last couple of minutes in these playoffs, it didn't make a difference by halftime. You knew who was winning the game. Uh, my friend, who's a high school basketball coach, not the highest level, but he he he's. I still don't totally get it, but he always says a basket in the first quarter is just as important as a basket in the fourth quarter. I, your did, point I did yeah i don't totally agree because i think game like the sc- game like scoreboard yeah. it, it does matter like a lot of people with that strews three they were like well they would be winning by one and jimmy butler wouldn't shoot that three and i'm like the game might have shaped out differently the Correct. Have taken different decisions well, listen, this is why our
0: podcast is the best podcast in the world because you don't just come on and say, you know what, kid, you're right. They need to change. They need to push the three-point line back because you, you are a younger generation. You are somebody who enjoys this. You don't think that it's ruining the competition or ruining the product that's being put out there. I happen to think that if it's not a problem right now, it's getting to be a problem. We've seen it. You and I literally have talked about, like, how did he give up that layup? Oh, because he's kicking it out for a contested three. Because analytics say just keep chucking and that's a it's a different sport than it was 20 30 years ago which doesn't mean that it's worse it's just an interesting observation that i've seen some folks make and I, i tend to agree
1: i mean the bucks i think the bucks have to change coaches here because the bucks entire premise is on defense we're gonna have two towers Giannis and brooke lopez and we're gonna live and die by letting the other team lose uh shoot the three so I don't know. We'll be back tomorrow, Luca Nation. Sasha Tamadon's episode. People freaking love this. Oh, yeah. Blow it up. Um, even though West Coast Lower Energy, Cage and I are yelling at the screen most of the time, so he's just <laughs> chilling. Uh, people like that. It's okay. Um, love you, Luca Nation. We'll be back tomorrow. We got some awesome stuff coming up.
0: Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now, you know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.